This is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the companion podcast to Dice Over Everything, where we choose a topic and talk about it for as long as the dice decide. All right, let's get right into this one. So, our first question, as always, is what have you been up to for the hobby this week? Uh, quick one, one minute. So... Uh, I have been working on my dioramas, so I think I mentioned this last time, but I've been I've, I've been procrastinating on these dioramas that I wanted to do as a gift for my niece, niece and nephew, uh, and I'm finally rounding the corner. I don't think they, they listen to this podcast, so they won't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is for, as a present for? for the birthday, yeah. Basically, uh, I, I was uh, – they were on vacation, so um, – I had and I was going to give it for for their birthday, but they were away, so it gave me extra time. So I think I'll be able to finish them before we actually celebrate. How about you? Oh, I've just been painting away on O12 for Infinity. So that's what happens when you paint eight guys at once. It takes more than more than two weeks to finish them. So at least at the pace I put in too much effort. It's just dirty O12. Just get them done and then throw them out. Mm-hmm. That's all O12 should be. Used to throw other people's armies out of the table. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I guess it's fine. I guess I'll get used to playing against them. I just like, there's too many factions in Infinity at this point. Yeah, can't own them all. All right, so how about we move on to our, our topics of this week? Sure. So my topic, my first topic is what is the right girth for a brush? Oh, two. Four minutes. All right. Well, we may have may have destroyed this podcast previously and maybe treading. Yes, this should be a one that we've done before, but then we it, it was destroyed, so I didn't post it. Oh, Otherwise, cool. I'm just bad at at keeping track of which topics actually were. Or spoken, which ones are not. So if you've heard this before, you can see if we have a different opinion now. Yep. Okay. So I think we both have some pretty giant collections of brushes, but just from a lot of the army painter brushes are what inspired this question, because many of them have mm-hmm. like extra thick handles. They've got the triangular handles and all that, mm-hmm. which are like twice as thick or maybe even more than like your standard brushes you'd go to sort of the art store and buy but like mm-hmm. the the art store brush i think you're i don't know if you're more meant to like make long fine strokes with the little brushes so you mm-hmm. want to be you're not like gripping them for as long or whatever it is or you just i don't know what there is about the grip that's different but it feels like if you're painting on a canvas and just holding the brush out it's a bit different than how you'd grip a miniature and sort of hold the brush towards you. So that might sort of... I don't think that's the reason. No? You don't think it makes a difference? All right, why do you think... No, I think it makes a difference. I'm Mm -hmm. just saying that the reasoning is not... I don't think that's the reason. So you think it's more of a manufacturing thing, that if you put little bristles in a brush, it's easier to just have a small handle come off of that? Yep, you look Mm -hmm. at your brushes, the the brush stick is the size of the brush. Yeah, it just keeps getting bigger. Because tapering it at at the end... Is a pain in the butt, and it's if you harder for if you make it too small, then it's liable to break. Mm-hmm. So it's just a pain in the butt. So they just make it the size that is correct for for whatever the bristle size is. Yeah, I also started thinking about it because I bought an artist's Opus brush after my like usual brushes, well my good Klinsky brushes all wore out. So I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. 
let's go to one of our local shops and see what they have. And it just mm-hmm. it felt it's like, oh, this brush is about 50 percent girthier than my regular brushes. It's like, oh, this is actually much nicer to hold, even though mm. it, it is a number one brush. It's just the the brush handle is much larger, not much larger, but slightly larger. Which okay. is, it's just more comfortable that way. So is it the size of like a, a normal pencil or pen? No, it's actually smaller than a pencil, but like okay. a pencil's already way it's still much thicker than a regular brush, but not quite pencil thick. So, so is a be... pencil or, or pen too thick? Too too wide? No, I'm just right. thinking when I was in school, I still have like a, a slight callus. It's like almost gone now, but it's like it's still a little bit there from when I would grip my pencil super hard when I would write and, and it mm-hmm. would get sore. So I'm just wondering, like, is it is it just the way that I held it or is there something about the size of the pen that makes it too big? I wonder if I if a pen is too too big, right? Even though this is the normal size, basically, of all right, uh, most writing utensils that people use, right? Mm-hmm. So you would think it would be the right size for a brush, but it almost feels too thick. Yeah, even thinking about the Army Painter brushes where they made the big triangular ones or they just have the big, bigger dry brushes, for doing uh-huh. detail work, that that brush feels too wide because it's about the width of a pencil, and it's not uh-huh. it's not comfortable with that width. So Yeah, yeah although I, a lot of this is probably just overcome with good technique, right? Like mm-hmm. you should be able to handle a different size. You just grip it differently, grip a different size, as long as your, your hand can wrap around it easily, right? Um, so what did you say? So, so you like the one that's just slightly smaller than a pencil, basically? Yeah, I think that's sort of the feel between the feel of the brushes. And you wish that more brushes would, would do that and then just taper into the at the end to fit the size one or size two or whatever? Yep, pretty much. I think that makes okay. sense. That's probably that that. That makes a lot of sense to me. If everything could be just slightly smaller, like I said, I think the pen is, or the average pencil or pen is a little bit too wide, but if it was just a little bit smaller than that, that's probably ideal. And so you said Artist Opus does this? Yeah, it's just slightly thicker that's than That's why you spend an extra five or ten dollars? No. No, just because, like, the Windsor and Newtons, which are considered standard, weren't in stock in any regular stores. The Vallejos uh-huh. I've been using before weren't in stock. Yeah. I don't even know if they're making Is Artist more. Opus more expensive than Windsor Newton or 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 cheaper or same price? I think it's slightly more expensive. But okay. But it was a because you gotta get that wider the the wider what do you call it stick? I don't even know what you call that part of the brush. Handle maybe. Yeah, handle that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All I know is like feral now. Like I, I never knew that before. I don't know. Podcast told me, but yeah. Anyways, that's uh, that's it. So. Apparently, Artist Opus. Get them if you can afford them. They're great. Mm-hmm. All right. So for our next topic, with playing, well, I'm trying to think of what games inspired this, but mm-hmm. thinking of how like a lot of games will have random events occur, mm-hmm. that sometimes those events happen right at the beginning and they influence how the game is played, possibly like Blood Bowl, and then other games, things happen right in the middle of the game, if possibly you do something, and then then random events will occur. I'm just wondering what you prefer between, like, if there's a random event that goes off, like certain atmospheric thing that might affect how fast you move, maybe monster, extra okay. monsters appear. 
Do you prefer that happening at the beginning of the game or in the middle of the game? Okay. So if there's a random event for a theme or something, is it yeah. better at the beginning or or in the middle? Or exactly. do you enjoy it more? Yeah. One minute. Oh, that's too bad. I'd like to talk about this. Well, mm. the simple answer is I like it in the middle. I think it makes people have to deal with things on the spot and like um, like the whole point of the event is to change things up and have people deal with this dramatic event right this thing to, to switch up what, what normally happens and I feel like the impact is a much much more interesting when you started out one way and then you have to switch because of this event surprising you in the middle yeah I think I agree otherwise it's just like a bit of a variation on the mission yeah which and is not uh, bad it's fine yeah it's, it's fun good. Mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel it doesn't feel the whole feeling of it being unexpected where you have to just change your tactics. It's not just about what your opponent did. It's about, oh, the entire the entire situation has changed for both of you. So, yep. I, I would yep. say I appreciate the middle as well. Like thinking of Frostgrave having that happen in the middle as well. You pull treasures and then random crap happens. Random and then monsters. And random like monsters. That. Although usually you know the events, right, for, for the campaign mm-hmm. beforehand. But it, it was really cool in, in Rangers of Shadowdeep where, where they have some secret some secrets and mm-hmm. so you don't so there's a bunch of things you do know will come up right because you can yep. read them initially but then there are things that are hidden behind secrets so you won't know what will happen there and those i thought thought were really eye-opening and very fun yep all right next topic you want me to go for um, one or you want to go for one no i'll go for one go back and forth mm-hmm. when should you walk afra- away from a game uh, and how, like, how long, when you're playing a game, at what point, like, when should, what, what, yeah, when should you walk away from the game? When it's just like, you know what? When should you call a game? Yeah. Or walk away from a game permanently. So that's two topics. Shut up. <laughs> Six minutes. So, that's why oh, it has to be two topics. Now there's two topics. Okay. All right. So I think this kind of goes into the topic of our last podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe maybe for people who haven't listened, we might as go back over it. Yeah, the, you should listen to our last podcast. It was about missions. You fill it in. Sorry. Was it about missions? Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. That ideally the mission would like tell you when to call the game if clearly there's going to be like. A definite outcome for one. I feel like it wasn't about missions. That wasn't exactly what it was about. But anyways, go on. It's cool. We talked a lot about missions. <laughs> in it. We always talk a lot about missions. Yeah, missions are awesome. They're very important to make the game interesting and fun. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of games will just tell you to play for X number of turns, mm-hmm. even though clearly by like maybe say if it's a five-turn game, by turn two you kind of know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. The then going and playing the rest of the five turns doesn't seem that good mm-hmm. so i mean there's no it was catch-up mechanics sorry to interrupt you <laughs> mm, yes there's catch-up mechanics <laughs> yes mm-hmm. all right keep on going sorry but if one opponent clearly has no way of catching up i don't know you can't really assign a percentage to it but mm-hmm. eh, you, you probably could like in your head come up with what's my winning chance if yeah. someone's chance is like down to like 15 percent and you've mm-hmm. still got, like, I think it more comes down to a time to finish the game as well. Mm-hmm. If you've got, like, over an hour left to go, 
and clearly one person has already won, maybe you don't spend an hour on it if like mm-hmm. someone's got like an 80 percent chance of winning for one so player. So eighty percent is actually that means the 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 person that is on the bad end still has a one in five chance to win. That yeah. is still a one chance. In five. Like I yeah. wouldn't if if it was life or death, I definitely am playing that out. Oh yeah, but, well luckily it's not because it's a miniature game and it's just your time. Unless you have a weird bet on on whoever wins the miniature game, mm-hmm. Who, whatever happens to the miniature game happens in real life. Yeah, uh, yeah so you're saying you have that. To play yeah, so basically you're saying that it's actually a ratio, right? Like, are you willing to spend that length, of, like that extra hour? For a game where you only have a one in five chance to win, is that actually going to be fun when most likely in the end you're going to lose, right? Or I don't know. For me, I think one hour for a one in five chance is probably fine. I would probably still do it. Mm-hmm. For, for an hour. Five. Yeah. Well. If you're playing well, 40k <laughs> though, and suddenly it becomes like uh, two hours. Then mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I guess there's the whole sunk cost thing. Like, oh, we've already played a four-hour game <laughs> of, like, Apocalypse or whatever. Whatever it is, your mass battle game. You're like, oh, there's only an hour left to go. Why yeah. not just play for another hour? <clears throat> yeah. You but obviously had allocated a lot of time to play, so you can afford it. Mm-hmm. But if you're playing, like, a two-hour game, you're halfway uh-huh. into the game. Possibly there's another hour left to go. But you're like, okay, one person has, like... 20% less chance to win. I'd be like, yeah, maybe you call it there. Mm-hmm. Or even if, if the chance goes super low and there's like 20 minutes left, no, of course you still play the thing out. 20 minutes? I don't know, man. Depend. It, to me, I think you're right. It's a ratio, though. Like, 20 minutes and you have a 1% chance to win? Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'd want to play it. Yeah, if it goes down to 1%, then you don't do it. Mm-hmm. At 1%, I'd be like, I'm giving you a maximum of like 5 or 10 minutes to just like Wrap it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wrap it up so you get all the fun, right? Yeah, a uh, 1% chance left. The person should just be able to, like, move their things quickly and do it. There's no – they shouldn't have to, like, finish yeah. with everything. And then, you know, like, okay, so you so you did play optimally, so you dropped from 1% to 2%. I'm like – or what – even 1% to 5% because you didn't play optimally. I'm like, just, just wrap it up, man. Mm-hmm. Like a 5% chance, 1 in 20 – or if like, you lose, like, even if it leads. drops to one in twenty, like, and then you end up losing because of that, who cares? Mm-hmm. So to me, like, I don't know. To me, that that is that ratio, right? So like, one percent chance, five ten minutes, five percent chance, ten minutes, uh, ten percent chance though. So you have a one in ten. How long would you you give? One in ten for the ten percent chance. Yeah. For a two-hour game. Like twenty-five. Oh, like twenty-five minutes. Give twenty-five minutes. Because I mean, there's lots of games we, for lots of unbalanced games, you show up and you're already like, I have ten percent chance. So why not? So twenty-five is so so ten percent chance for what twenty-five is like one seventh of the game, basically. One seventh, one eighth, one seventh of the game, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So you're willing to, for a ten percent chance, let that play out for one seventh. Yeah, sure. 
Okay. That makes sense. If I have a 20% chance, I would almost give, like, it starts, like, exponentially rising, right? Like, a 20%, I feel mm-hmm. like I would I wouldn't even give, like, an hour. Yeah, because once you're at 50-50, you're supposed to just keep going, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I would give an hour, but if it was, like, the literal first move of the game, and suddenly my chances have dropped down to 20%, I probably would do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if i don't know let's say you misplayed or or and you put put your your important guy out there and then literally his first thing is he blows up your most important piece and your second most important piece let's say an infinity right mm-hmm. or i don't 40K, know I mean, just like okay you bring two like giant models and they both yeah. get blown off the board and half your army's gone on the first turn one you're yeah like, no this is no point mm-hmm. you're like okay let's just re-rack and let's see see like, like just go again mm-hmm. it's like you won that game okay Exactly. You get this win. Let's just move on. All right. All right. Well, we don't need to move on because that was a very long (laughs) final topic. Yeah, we didn't even get to talk about when you should walk away from a game permanently. So we'll save that one for next time. Uh, All right. So if you guys have any questions you want us to answer or any comments on the answers that we gave, uh, maybe you want to yell at us or maybe you want to, like, congratulate us for for our great and scintillating and uh, very insightful answers to these questions. Uh, Why don't you give us a give us a send us a message at uh, contact at diceovereverything.com. Yep. Or find us on Facebook or Dice Over Everything. This has been Alan. It's been Brandon. Bye.